Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? I'm ready. This is episode 28. My name is Woody. Today I'm joined with the Scramble Pro K and special guest Tim Hunt from Clubhouse Facebook group. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? All right. So today we're gonna we're gonna talk about this is the golf show. So this is gonna be a <laughs> golf dedicated show. We're we're gonna mainly talk about some of the training aids that are out there or, or even I guess uh, training aids and maybe training drills too. Cause like that, I mean, you could do drills that are, they kind of go in, they kind of go together. It's like a marriage. Um, so we'll talk mainly about that, but before we get into it, since Tim is a member of the uh, Facebook group clubhouse and he's well aware of the uh, bet that's going on with, uh, with pro and I, and pro, pro yeah. are you accepting the bet? Let me just get that. I, I know what your answer is, but let's tell everybody else. Are you officially, you slept on it for like four days. You're up by a thousand dollars. I have a, I have a bet with you. It's like nine ninety seven or nine ninety six, whatever it is. Thousand bucks. Are you accepting the bet of blue face, Michigan hat, Michigan shirt in an Ohio bar to watch the Michigan Ohio state game? Are you accepting that bet? Still no, still no. <laughs> uh, um, Come on, I, man you you got you got to take it. I don't want to. What is the reason? Like, why are you so much against it? That's what I don't understand. Can you just explain that? Because he, uh, because y'all want it so bad. It no, makes it see, no, 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 no. That's not, that's not no, the reason. Because you have a huge advantage. Like you're like a you're like a three to three to one at worst advantage. Oh, it's way better. more than that. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, he's, he's past 10 to 1. So, in just a recap, in case anybody didn't hear this, go back and listen to episode 27. Pretty much the entire episode was about this stupid fucking bet. So, we, 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 keep, a, uh, we keep an ongoing tally of our gambling bets on the show. And it started off with golf bets and football season started. So, now week three is finishing up. We're recording this on Sunday night, uh, September 25th. And so in a couple of days, we'll record episode 29, which will be um, the next. We'll have a new tally, and it doesn't look good for me this week. So he has uh, – Proke still has a chance to actually strengthen his lead by a little bit. But um, uh, last uh, last episode, we talked about the bet. Um, he's up by $1,000. He's a huge Ohio State fan. Michigan-Ohio State's obviously a giant rivalry. And I'm saying if I catch him – and if I'm up on him by the time of the game, which is November 26th, so let's say by November 25th, um, he has to wear a, a Michigan T-shirt, Michigan hat, and Michigan face paint, like blue face paint with gold M's on his face. And he has to sit in a bar in Ohio and watch the game. And I can confirm that Casey, who lives in Detroit, um, she's been on the program. She said she will drive down 
and be his wingman. Now we can also confirm she is not going to give him a blowjob. We tried to get that in, added to the bet. She she said that's not happening. She hit the brakes on that real quick. But she did say she was going to guarantee he gets laid that night because she's that strong of a wingman. It's such a sweet and the fact that like the him the chances of him winning is good, but not only him winning, the torture that it would put on you is like for right. it's probably about the same length of a of a um of a football game, but the torture of having to like set up the match with Aldrich be in the That's car. That's the with worst Aldrich. part about it. it it's Listen the setting up like <laughs> as bad as the actual golf round of golf would be. Cause I mean, I'll play quick golf. I'll get that round over with as su- like super fast. Like we'll be the first ones to tee off and we'll play in two and a half hours. Like that'll be my strategy. Um, but yeah, it's the yeah, setting the it aftermath. Up. It's the aftermath too. Like just yeah, like the, 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 the fragmentation so you're going to have. Yeah. Like, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen to pro he's going to have some pictures taken of him for sure. But like people are not going to care a month afterwards. They're just not going to give Ald- a shit. Aldrich, Aldrich slid into my DMs. Of course he did. He's a and, fucking and, psycho, bro. And, and he was very excited about the prospect of playing <laughs> of you. Of Which further inspires me to not take this back. Wait, what? Why? Why? I don't want to give him what he wants. Bro, you're I know, something but like, wrong with the you, inter- The entertainment value is just... out. The entertainment possibility could be outrageous because because you know that watching he's gonna uh, go Mike, one th- he's, he's gonna go like he's gonna go like category five tornado oh it'll be i know they it, don't it, have come in categories but he's gonna he's gonna really turn it on and just off the charts get at mike just to get off at the charts so and for, for the people that are listening like oh by the way what's up mexico um what's up uh hola uh, hola 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 mexico hola (laughs) bolivia we are now we now have listeners that have downloaded our our shows in on six continents there's only seven and i don't know i I don't know if you got internet in in our in Antarctica, so i don't even know if that's ever gonna happen but yeah (laughs) so for the folks in bolivia and um and uh in mexico that that don't know what we're talking about. There's this there's this crazy guy. Um, we call him Tornado because that's just how he is. I mean, he's on medication. He called himself that. He called himself that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I might have gave him that name because I was like, you know, it's just like a tornado came in out of nowhere, and then it just kind of I don't know. He he took off with that. But um, I played a, I played a round of golf with this guy, and it was it was pro- I could probably say it was the worst experience i've ever had in my life like and I, i've had wisdom teeth taken out like I've, i have my nose broken um i've gone through some shit a, a few things you know I've, I've lost a parent you know um i've gone through a baby mama drama you know so i've gone through some stuff and uh this is by far the worst experience i've ever had in my life and i'm and i'm offering if i lose to play golf with this guy that i know is gonna be it's like st- like i said it's like sticking your dick in a fucking fire ant hill and you know what's going to happen. Like you've already done it once by accident and you're, you're doing it again on purpose. Like that in itself, I sh- I'm going to have to go see a psychiatrist afterwards, at least three or four sessions and maybe shock therapy. And, and just yeah. to try to get pro to agree to this. And it, I, I mean, I can't offer anything else. 
I mean, so let's th- there's get back no more to milk the, in that. Like, what is the, like, what is the reason that he that you don't want to do it? Like, there's got to be something that's like really irking. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to dress up in Michigan stuff, dude. He's literally that much of a pussy. Like, that's all it is. He doesn't want to admit to like, it. Though. Gator shirt. When the when the Seminoles lost to the Gators, like I've done that to, with coworkers and stuff. It's, it's not that. I mean, it is what it is. Like it's just a shirt, and you can say you can you can even tell people, yeah, I lost a bet. This is awful, and and people are just going to be like, right. oh, uh, that's funny. Someone will buy you a beer. Like the, the, they'll 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 fuck with you a little bit, but you know, no one's going to beat you up, dude. Unless Michigan wins. <laughs> then you better run to the bathroom and start washing your face (laughs) but i I mean honestly michigan i looked it up like i think espn's got ohio state as like a 76 percent chance yeah Yeah, so i mean they're they're, they're a they're a large favorite but no i mean if you're not willing to accept the bet maryland if you're not gonna if you're not gonna accept the bet today like Tim said, at least give us the true reason as to why you won't accept the bet. Because now pussy's been 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 added to your winning. Like if if this happens and you lose to me in the gambling, and you have to go through this, Casey's going to drive down. She's not going to do anything with you. She's canceled that idea, but she is guaranteeing because of her wingman prowess that she's going to get you laid out of the deal. So you have that to look forward to. So what is it that's holding you back from accepting this bet? Just say it. <laughs> just say no, it. I just don't want to do it. I don't care. But there's, what? What's there's the nothing reason in it for me? The what only things that can happen. I could care less if you play. You don't. Tim you don't want to see him have be miserable for like a, a solid day. You would 100% watch it. You would watch it, dude. You take the day off of work and watch that shit, bro. 100%, dude. 100%. Did you watch watch the the Luke and the the Trenton, the first match that was like six hours? Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched some of that. Was it not the most hilarious thing you've ever seen? That was funny. That was good. this This would rival that because you have... You have two extremely like I don't I don't know if you don't want you don't want to get laid like Like, pussy's not good enough, (laughs) bro. bro, Listen, listen, listen. He just went to a stupid country. What was the guy's name? No, I'm I'm gonna put this guy on blast. What's the what was the guy's name? You went to go see (laughs) Uh, John Langston. John Langston. Google this guy if you haven't heard of him, bro. He's a pop singer that does country, dude. And he's not, he's horrible, dude. Horrible. And I'm like, why are you going to the, he went to that concert on Thursday instead of watching the Browns. I'm like, why would you, I was like, why would you do that? He's like, bro, there's tons of girls at these country shows, bro. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. There is a lot there. I'll give him that. But there's John Langston, not, not Josh broke the horse. Right. Well, then, of course, I asked him, I was like, so, I mean, did you get any? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, well, <laughs> shit, bro. Like, if the whole mission was to go there for this. So, I, I kind of think he's just a big fan and he used that as an excuse. You know what I mean? Because it's still Ohio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like yeah. Florida. You know, like going to a country concert in Florida is different. I, I guarantee you it's different. Probably. 
Yeah. So, but anyway, he struck out at the concert and, and he sent yeah. us a video from the concert. It looks like it was in someone's basement. Like it was, it was just the whole thing was just sketched. The was, whole thing was, was. Uh, at a bar, but it looked like a basement. Like it didn't even look like, like a very, proper very venue. Short ceilings. Yeah. But anyway, so that's been added to the bet. And I'm just, I'm trying to understand, like, just like Tim, like, and same with Ort, like, we don't understand why you won't accept the bet because you're a group expert in Clubhouse. You're a leader. Group expert. <laughs> so you would That's think difficult. that you would, you would have their best interest in mind as well. Like, I mean, maybe it's not all about you, bro. Okay. You could save the page. Save the page. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll move on, I guess. I mean, I, I was hoping you'd at least say it's because of the face paint or it's because of the, like something very specific that's holding you back from doing it. Like if you, if you feel like you're not getting nothing out of it, I mean, I don't know what else you can get out of it other than vagina. Cause that's like being offered to you. You know what I mean? Like, how, is there anything better than that? Like, is what would you rather have get laid or a hundred bucks? Uh, you have to think about that. <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's wild. See, I, mean, I, I he think wins, I, he wins more than that at scrambles. So right, that's, that's what I mean. Hard. That's what I mean. He's well, not hurting for money right now. Supposedly, supposedly. So anyway, um, think think about it, pro. I mean, we're going to revisit this every single podcast. We're going to. I don't know if we're going to open every podcast with it. But we're going to check in every single podcast, bro. And Clubhouse, if you're listening, like we, we still need like a constant peer pressure to be put on. Like every time he posts something in Clubhouse, like maybe nobody even like comment or like it or nothing. Like just ghost the whole <laughs> post. Act like he's not there until he participates the way he should. Because yeah. he's not a group expert right now. I'll mute him. Until he, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It. Give him a give him a, a suspension <laughs> until he agrees to it. Yes, like a mafia or something. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Um, what we what we do want to talk about though is is training aids. And t- Tim is a perfect person to have on and talk about this because I know <laughs> Tim will dabble in a training aid or two. Proke, I guarantee you probably have a couple of training aids. I've seen you with videos with all. You're like you're kind of Tim Cupish a little bit with your training aids. And I've used a few over the years, but I, I'm a little more. I I have a few, but it's I, I'm I'm not real big on the training aids. I I I try to do more drills than more training aids, so I'm more of a drill guy. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about that too. But um, we, we'll start with you, uh, Tim, since you're a guest here, man. So what what have you used? And you're in like throughout your career in golf, like first starting out until today. What what is probably the most successful training aid, or or we can even say training like philosophy, training system, training aids. I probably didn't really start to. I mean, I go back all the way back to like the Medicus, which Medicus. <laughs> that's on my list for the worst one, by the way. He's but go, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, that was mine too. So, yeah, no, 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 I'm just saying, like, I can remember that was, like, one of the, but that's, like, I mean, that was out in, like, the 90s, right? So, like, I think in the 90s, the stuff was, like, way more snake oil-ish, if that makes sense, because they didn't have maybe, like, 
the ability, the research and the understanding, if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, I mean, Mar- Mar- when you got Marco Mira on your TV at three o'clock in the morning telling you this is the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread. So, but I will say I did, I have bought my fair share of training aids and, and I don't know that any one thing actually works for me. Probably, um, I've used the stack system, but I'll be honest with you. I don't know that it's the actual aid of the training or of the using the product or more so just the fact that I'm doing reps and like, um, using actual feedback as far as what's like it called? What's it called? You said the, the stack the system. Stack. Yeah. So it's basically like, uh, so it's basically like your super speed sticks, but instead of having three sticks, you have the weights oh. you can take on and off. So is this like a, like a knockoff version of speed stick? Um, or is this, or is this something that's very successful on its own? It's, it's, um, Jordy, Jordy, what's his name? You know it? No, I don't know his name. A guy that worked in like, he worked at ping, I believe, and was kind of big into like biomechanic type stuff. So, right, but so it's basically, it's basically just another version of a super speed, right? So, like, I it's realized, different size weights. So, it's basically like a like a like a some sort of like polymer rubber stick, and then you have um, like weighted tips. Is that is that how it yeah, works essentially? Yeah, there's like a hundred gram, seventy five, uh, sixty, forty five, and twenty. And so, and then, but then there's an app that goes to it, so you just kind of follow along the app. It's a swing. It'll, and the app just like you put your AirPods on, and it just tells you like, all right, um, you're gonna do six swings with 120 grams, and you and it like it has it breaks it down all the way to like timing. It will like beep, and you can talk to it and say what your speed was, and then it gives you it has like your prescribed like rest periods. But in general, though, I don't know that the aid itself helped me get a little bit more speed i think it was just the fact that i learned to like use rotation and use my body better to create speed does that make sense yeah so i would be a person that would say so i grew up playing baseball before i even touched a golf club i touched my golf club in my early 20s i'm 38 now but i was playing baseball when i was like three or four like i was i was a young guy when i was playing baseball so um, I remember my dad who played in college and stuff, and he, he, he was he was obsessive about me swinging a bat with a donut like a hundred times a day as a kid, regardless if I had practice or not. Especially on the off days, like just going in the backyard and swinging fifty, a hundred times, you know, just putting reps in with a donut on a bat um, to build up forearms, wrists, and stuff. <clears throat> to in your, I mean, you always see guys on deck at baseball games; they're always swinging with a donut. Um, so I feel like there's something to weighted clubs, maybe weighted bats, yeah, but I don't there's know, definitely but, something to it, but I don't know if it's like you're swinging it weighted right now as hard as you can. So that way it gives you the feeling that you're lighter. And I'd say, I don't know if it's a placebo. I don't know if it's actually creating bat speed. Um, but I think more than anything, if you do it over a long period of time, it should be building up the little tiny muscles in your arms and in your wrist and strengthening those. The, the opposite of that. 
I don't know that right. it's strengthening. I think it's more so it's like it would just be like if I was I'm getting like feedback that's consistent, right? So like, all right, like I can tell I can kind of start to tell when I'm not like I'll have a tendency to not get my swing all the way, get my all the way to like the top of the swing. Like I'll be in a rush to hit it fast. Right. So I won't get More like a full swing. Space. Yeah. So, so just like, I think, I think I just figured out ways to actually create speed and it wasn't necessarily, I can't really say that it was the stick that made me get more speed. Does that make sense? Sure. Well, and no, the, uh, super speed is even tell you, it's not a, uh, it's more a, the protocols and stuff are more a mental thing than a physical thing that they're like, the, it's why the the heavy weighted bat in baseball does the opposite of what it's really intended to do. And it's the lightweight is tell you're training slow, but with the lighter one, you're training faster to let your, your brain tell you that you can go faster. Right. So it's not really about strength or anything like that. It's, it's teaching your brain that like, my body can move like this. This is how it moves fast. All right. Well, I can tell you. So, I mean, the one, so I'm not a big guy that goes, I'm not a guy that goes to the gym a lot. I've, 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 I've had, I've had my gym memberships and I've, I've definitely been in a gym, but I can tell you right now, my forearms, if I measured them out right now, my forearms are the same size as my biceps. So broke, what would that be from? You're telling me that wouldn't be from swinging a weighted donut two baseball bats every day for 10 years as a child? I can tell you what it could possibly be from, but it's both arms <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not ambidextrous. You sure. So I'm positive. So I know where you're going with that. Um, <laughs> but both of them, I mean, no, I, I have, I well, kind of have Popeye forearms. Do you correlate like speed with forearms? Like strength, grip strength. I, I yeah, wrist and forearms. I do. Yep. In golf, in, in golf, and I think in in golf and in, I mean the the so the, to me the legs are there for foundational purposes. When people talk about fast hips, I'll be honest with you. Um, one of my best swing thoughts I've ever had is is not thinking about lower body is not thinking about because when I think like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn hard on this swing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my lower body very active. I'm gonna activate the glutes. When I think that, I I get in front of the ball. The ball goes right. Right. I get on top of the ball too much. And my my rhythm's all messed up. So <clears throat> the, my best swing thought I've ever had, and uh, I've been using that lately. I've been playing really well, but is getting my like having my my the butt of the club my hands get to the ball before I, I the feeling of my hands getting to the ball before I activate anything in the lower body and if you do that you'll notice that your left hip clears by itself like if you, if you anybody listening if you're standing up if you were to stand up in a golf position and take your backswing or whatever and if you were to just focus on your arms getting to the ball your left hip naturally opens to get the fuck out of the way because it can't, it's so unnatural not to move. Like if you purposely don't move your legs, that's a different story, but I'm saying you just keep them out of sight, out of mind. And you just worry about your hands getting in place. Your left hip clears without you even thinking about it. 
So it's a swing thought that's worked for me a lot. And I think not think for me at least, not thinking about the lower body helps me get through the ball better. I don't block it. See, like I think I actually have the exact opposite swing thought <laughs> because I have a tendency to to just use my upper body and not and and be almost like about a year year ago I was almost flat footed at impact. Where right. whereas like so now like when I get to the top, I'm trying to keep my back to the target as long as possible because I don't really have like a big slight, I have a pull hook. So like for me, my upper body gets way ahead and I can hit it just way left. So I think actually the other way around, my sweet thought is how long can I keep my back to the target? And then so that I can clear my hips. Well, I mean, and this might be just the baseball training I've had because I can tell anybody that's played baseball and was a good hitter in baseball, you don't think about your lower body. Everything's upper body. Like if you're trying, if someone's pitching you inside, like you're trying to get open and get your bat around as quick as possible. You're not now, and I've had this argument with Pro because Pro will send me pictures of a batter or whatever. It's like, no, dude, it's the same thing as a golf swing. It's not the same thing as a golf swing. It's not. <laughs> Now, if you do, if you take a still picture side by side, there's going to be a lot of similarities, but the process of hitting a baseball, a moving object, and it, it, more than anything, your weight is back and more balanced than in a golf swing. Your weight's going to be more forward on the, on the through swing. And it looks like it's similar, but it, but it's not. And Proke's never hit a baseball before. So I don't know what, so he's literally taking photographs off of Google images and trying to like argue with me. And, but anybody that's played baseball and, and played through high school or any kind of competitive baseball as a late teen, early twenties, um, you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you try to hit a golf ball, like you hit a baseball, it's not going to be, it's not going to work out. You're going to have a huge slice because it's all upper body. It's all upper body. But, um, but with that being said though, I think some people can get too caught up with the legs. And if you're, it's all sequence. It's really, it's the whole thing. Yeah, sequence. I, agree. It's a I mean, dance. I agree. You can get too caught up with anything. Am I, I mean, I just think being given different backgrounds, like I didn't really play baseball hardly ever. So, so your feel is going to be different than my feel. And it's not that like, you know, like that thing I was explaining with my, my hands getting to the ball first, my hips are getting out of the way, just like they would in a baseball swing. Like my lower body's moving. I'm just not. Yeah, no, 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 I know. Yeah, think you create about that, speed. You know what like, I mean? There's no doubt about it. Like, but I think that it's just it, it's probably different based on your like prior knowledge. History. Yeah, yeah, just the uh, different athleticism. Like what I feel yeah. and what I'm, what 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 works in my brain might not translate to someone else. Which is why I don't, yeah. I don't teach the game of golf. It, it, but I do get frustrated when when I see people on Instagram talking about it's a baseball swing when they've never fucking touched a baseball in their life and never touched a bat in their life. And they're, they're doing what Pro does and just look at images and it's not the same. It might look the same for point zero 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 one second. I mean, uh, the 3D... The 3D says otherwise, but that's obviously not as accurate as Mike Mike Wood. Bro, anybody that anybody that's anybody that plays baseball understands what I'm saying. If you don't play baseball, you won't understand what I'm saying. And I I don't know how to articulate that differently because 
that like like Tim was saying, like that's just how I grew up hitting, like making contact with a ball was through baseball. It wasn't through golf. I learned golf after baseball. All yeah. my fundamentals in life were built through baseball. And then I had Same. to apply that into golf. And it was a big learning curve because I had a huge slice. Bro, I swear to God, when I first started playing golf, I could literally aim the ball 30 yards, 40 yards left and hit the fairway every time. Yeah, because they're on a different plane. Yeah, I think that has less to do with the lower body than like it's I just feel the like plane more, is different. I feel like majority of golfers uh, well, it's your upper body, good, like Tim, you don't you use their to- lower body at all. Well, Tim, you're saying you try to keep your back to the target. And and that's so you don't hit it right. That's so you get through the ball. Right? So like if you slice the ball, your left shoulder gets open. That's the first thing that opens up. And and your club and your hands follow your left shoulder. Right. They all it, it that's how the the body moves, right? Like your arms are going to follow your shoulder. And the first thing people want to do cuz they want to hit it left, they don't want to slice it. So it's counterintuitive. So they naturally open up trying to hit the ball left. And <laughs> what ends up happening is they hit it right. Speaking of, have you seen Van Rome's new swing? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, so I don't bad. Know what's, I don't know what's happening. Oh, my it. God. You're talking about oh, the, my uh, God. He, he sets his, his body is almost, his legs his are body pointed is left, 45 degrees. His and then feet his shoulders are, open. are straight. And he's so, like, this is how I get to hit a draw. I don't have the guy's name, but I looked up. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. And I looked up the guy he got it from. It's some sort of like something, some James sort of 201 grid or something. What, what, what is it? I looked it up too. I looked, I looked it up, it up too, too, but I don't see anybody that, doing that. I, don't, like, I know. Right. There is nothing that the guy does that looks at any or sounds anything remotely close to that. So, so what, here's I what, I, go ahead, say, go I, what I didn't understand about the video I saw of Van was why did he have an alignment aid behind him? <laughs> I still can't was, figure that out. Well, here's, here's what I couldn't figure out though. I, and here's what, I, and here's what I asked him. And I wasn't trying to be a smart aleck. I was like, did, did you just like have a problem and you search videos based on what you self-diagnosed or did you actually get a lesson from this guy? And he was like, well, I just looked at the, um, I just looked at the, you know, and then I, I messaged with him and I'm like, and I think that like when we're on the topic of training aids, I think, and I fall into the trap too, is you, there's all these YouTube videos, all these Instagram videos. And like, you think you found like gold, the holy grail because you've self-diagnosed yeah. and like your self-diagnosis is way off. Right. So like, and I've done it. But I think yeah, we I, all I think a lot of we people fall into that trap, and that hurts a lot of people more than it ends up helping them. No, no, I agree. And and what I what I will say, and I don't know if this is the case. When, the first time, and I was talking to Proke about this because he's the one that. Sh- no, I think it was Sappington actually shared it with me. Shared it with Young the chat. Blocked but, by Van. Yeah, he's blocked by Van. So when <laughs> I first saw it, the, the the first thing I couldn't understand was why there was a alignment stick behind him. I was like, that, what is that? Like, I just, you can't even see it. Like, what is that doing to help you? So I was like, ah, I'm just going to leave that alone. Cause that's going to drive me insane. Um, but what I'll do as a segue into is I'll say probably my favorite training aid. If you're going to buy one training aid, get alignment sticks. You can use them for a hundred different things. 
Um, including and, the wrong things, clearly. Well, yeah, you can put them behind you, which does nothing to help you. But no, I, I think alignment aids are because I think a lot of people don't really understand like how fucked up their alignment actually is. Um, th- th- there's many times I'm playing with buddies and stuff, and they'll fucking they'll put a beautiful swing on the ball, but it'll miss the green with a you know like a eight iron like thirty yards to the right. And I'm like, dude, you fucking you nutted that, dude. But you're aimed over there, and they're like, what are you talking about, bro? I'm like, yeah, dude, you're literally aimed over there. I thought you were about to hit a big hook. You yeah, know, and you hit a straight shot over there, and it's people don't feel the alignment when you're because I mean. When you're on the golf course, you visually have so many things that are uh, distracting you. You have bunkers, you have water, you have a cart girl, you have a, you know, um, a mountain, or you whatever whatever you have um, in your line of sight. Or maybe you're uh, you're a little downhill, a little uphill, a little side hill. You know, there's so many distractions, and it, it's really tough to keep yourself like centered in a line properly throughout the entire round of golf. There's I think there's so many missed greens, missed fairways, bad swings like bad swing paths that happen just because of alignment. Um, I think if everybody had perfect alignment, you'd see scores go down drastically. If there was a magic pill you could take and every single golfer had perfect alignment, I think you'll see handicaps go down by 20% across the board. Would that be your, like your handicap or your tournament handicap? Well, I think the only handicap that's relevant is tournament handicap. Yeah, yeah, no, which by the way, you know, it's okay to have a handicap and not play in tournaments. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but when you start to get down to single digit numbers, don't talk to me unless it's a tournament handicap. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't care. It's not because there's so many people that'll play from like 6,000 yards or less. um, And there are, you know, there are three or four handicap or whatever the fuck, but you move them back 500 yards. Now there are 20. Like, I, I I can't talk to you. Yeah, you know, and or they don't play in tournaments and you put them in a tournament and they would shoot 100, you know, so that's uh, that's a whole nother discussion. But no, I, I think my favorite a lot of my my favorite, I, I guess it's technically a training aid. I mean, yeah, it has to be would be just basic alignment sticks. They're probably 20 bucks at a hardware store or something. You know, I think they should be in everybody's golf bag to, to start off with. But with what Van was doing. I and it, I had a had a one of my first lessons I ever got. Someone explained this to me. They're like, "Look, if you have two railroad tracks side by side to each other, they're parallel, right? And you and you look at the railroad tracks in the distance. What happens to them? They merge into one eventually on the horizon, right? And I'm sure there's some sort of scientific reason behind this, and that I that I don't know. But that's not what happens in your golf swing. So right. when you're when you when you're aligned next to the ball. It's parallel all the way to the green. It doesn't merge together. So technically, you're not aiming at the same target. Your legs and your knees and your and your feet are actually aligned, let's just call it five yards left of your target every single time. Right. If you're visualizing, so if you're if let's say you're aiming directly at the flag, your club is aiming at the flag. But your feet have to be, let's just call it five feet, three, four, five yards left of the flag every single time. So when you do that, it's you're going to feel open when you first start doing this. And it's going to feel awkward. But that's the correct way to align your body to the target. You're never aiming your legs and feet and shoulders and hips 
at the same target the club face is aiming at because they do yeah. not merge together. Railroad tracks merge together, but you're going to be a constant parallel target line to your club face so your body is. And I think that's something that I, w- I was told that at early on in my lessons and stuff, but I don't know if that's the case with everybody else. And I think that's what's happening with Van, but he took it to like an extreme instead of aiming five feet left of his target. He's aiming like 30 yards left of his target. Yeah. I, th- I, just, I couldn't figure out what, where he got that like information from that supposed guy. He got it from. Cause he, I, I'm he assuming he just extreme. got confused. Like that has to be what the guy was probably saying something along those lines. Cause that's actually true. That's correct. But once again, with Van, he's out there with the fucking lawnmower and shit, trying to like, hey, this is what we're doing. We're, we're in we're in Cancun. Every time you get a chance, you gotta work on the swing. You know, you gotta. He's in the fu- in the fucking water in Cancun with fucking life preservers on, working on his swing. You know, right. so, but I, I think that's probably what it was. If, if it's something else, then I can't. No one can help him. True. I, what I what do you say- think, Broke? Uh, I'd, I try not to think much of what Van Rome. I think Van Rome's <laughs> lost. He has no idea what he saw. Like, there's nobody that understands what's happening in golf less than Van Rome. I think that he just sees a video or something that looks cool. Or we can't hear you, buddy. That cool. oh, sorry, hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you, but it sounds it sounds like you're uh, you left the computer in the living room and you're in the bathroom. <laughs> All right, how there about now? Go. Yeah, you're good now. I think I think what happens is he sees something that he thinks is applicable to his swing and like self diagnosis, and then it's not really what he needs. If that makes any sense, That's like I don't I think-, think he's purposely doing it. I just Lessons don't think he knows. Well, I agree, one thousand percent. And so you know, I don't want to. I don't want to say we're picking on Van. I mean, but he is kind of the epitome of probably what the average person is that's on Instagram and YouTube looking for answers. Because it's yeah. that's how easy it is to just get cluster fucked. Yeah, it's like it used to be. You only got bad tips that didn't really apply to you, but you tried to apply them in like golf magazines. Now that you can go on Instagram and have. 15 different things you'd be like how to fix your slice <laughs> and it just everybody tries to apply it it doesn't apply to everyone well it's like yeah. the, it's like a horrible telephone game it's like one person it's like one legitimate guy will give a drill or give something some sort of bit of advice about fixing a slice and then it gets passed through like a dozen people and then a dozen more people and then everybody starts everybody thinks they're an instagram golf influencers so they all start making videos and then by the time it gets to the person that actually needs the fucking help it's so watered like you're literally talking about something else it's not you've right. left like the actual tip has left the building um, yeah the original tip so, and, and even if you know what you're doing in your golf swing i still think you should have somebody else look at it because you're gonna you're gonna have biases when you're looking at your own swing that you're just not right. going to uh and, and not to go down a tangent here but th- th- my biggest pet beef whenever i'm looking at someone that's working on their game 
stop giving a shit what your swing looks like. Worry about what it feels like. Proke is the epitome of trying to get the perfect angles, make it look superficial. He wants his swing to look like Instagram models. <laughs> and like, fuck it, dude. Like, like, because the thing is, it's all filters, bro. Anyway. Like, like, you know, like I'm thinking like Tiger Woods started all that shit, right? Cause he's got like the perfect swing and he's a fucking monster, right? He's a beast. But, um, there's plenty of guys who made a lot of money in golf who have very unique golf swing. Like I, I, we were just talking about this, bro. Jack Nichols, no one's swinging like Jack Nicholas. Right. Nobody's swinging like Arnold Palmer. People are trying to swing like Ben Hogan. It'll ruin your fucking golf experience by spending 30 years trying to chase that. Yeah. You know, I think, Hogan I, I was like agree. five, six and he's like 150 pounds. He had a five iron, 150 yards, but his swing looks like butter, you know, and people chase that vanity. So, so you're I would saying say there's a chance that I, I'm five, six, so I just need to lose a little weight. I can have Hogan well, swing. Well, do you hit your five iron above 150? I do now, yeah. Like okay, well, you're a monster compared to Hogan, then, dude. <laughs> yeah, but dude, he was playing with like, he wasn't playing with near the technology that we play with. No, that's true. That's true. Because I mean, he was playing I, with I, I, played, I started playing golf in like the mid 90s. And if you were hitting it, if you hit a drive 225, you were, you were bombing it. Back then, three hundred like, was a different amateurs, animal. Amateurs, yeah. amateurs, like uh, three hundred was like three fifty today. Back then, yeah. So like, the game has almost it's almost gotten easier. But um, back to training aids. So I luckily I didn't buy this one because it's pretty bad, and I and I, I I I bought into it. But I got it as a gift, and that was the uh, the G box. Oh, okay. So I, listen, I'm a big Gankus guy. Like, I just like Gankus. I think he's a cool personality. And like, he's kind of wild, bro. Like, he says like some wild shit. But the, the proof is all, I always say the proof is in the fucking pudding, dude. Like, it really is. Like, his, his philosophy is not wrong. It, 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 it will give you a ton of power, but you literally have to start from scratch. Most people are starting from scratch. If you go see Gankus tomorrow, you're starting from scratch again. Like mm -hmm. forget everything you've ever done with a golf club. So yeah, have to I have a G swing. box and uh, you get some interesting looks when you put that thing on, on like the oh, driving range and, and it gets also, really hot. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> does it work? I'm It's a visual uh, thing. It never really, no, it's like a feel. It, it never really like, like I watched the videos on how to use it and it just never really like made, that much sense to me i don't know who got Maybe it for? was it like a wife was it a wife that sounds like a wife present no it was like i don't know how y'all's families are but like my families are like we need a christmas list you need to give us so it's like oh, i don't i what do i need like i don't need you anything you put g-box on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i did i did i can't believe they found it <laughs> oh, I just I've I like on the Christmas list, dude. I'll put like actual links link? to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's what do they call it? It's like a uh, like a, like a w registry. Like you basically create a registry. Yeah, basically like a wedding registry. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that was lame. That was lame. But but I I I don't know if I could put it on me, dude. Like yeah, like like in my house for sure. Like even the little wrist snap thing. Like, but that would just annoy me. Like if someone had that at the range and like behind me, all I could hear is click 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 like the whole time, bro. I'd fucking lose my mind, bro. I haven't seen that thing. The the G box. Uh, I it's just sitting in my garage. I haven't done um used it hardly at all. Are you are you a Gankus guy? Are you a Gankus fan? Yeah, I like I like Gankus. I don't necessarily try and repeat what he does, but like yeah, he's not like, wrong. He'd, be start, he'd be starting from scratch. It's he's just big on the big turn and getting your hips through. But I think another thing with him is like half the people in the world can't make that move because they can't move like that. Yeah, well, and I think it's, it's one of those things move. where you have to self-diagnose, and it's like you almost need to go to him to really get. He, yeah, he's got to put you in the positions. He's got to show you how it feels. And you have to yeah. create so much separation that to get into those positions. Well, so I play with a cup wrist at the top. I'm more of a so I learned how to play golf from the Sam Sneeds. From actually, Ho- I'm a big fan of Hogan. Um, like, like I, I put, but I pick up pieces, like I pick up breadcrumbs from this guy. I pick up breadcrumbs from this guy and I pick up. So like my swing is like, if you, if you go to a buffet and you put like a bunch of different food on your plate and you mix it all together, that's probably more of what my swing is. There's little pieces of stuff. Like I, I don't obsess over one thing or the other, but there's like, if I'm having trouble with this and you know, I'll, I'll research it. I'm like, Oh, this golfer does this really well. So I'll watch him on this one specific thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, uh, I, I can't like the feeling of a flat bowed wrist at the top or even in transition. Like that is so weird to me. Like I've tried it. I've messed around with it. Like the, the, the Morikawa, the Dustin Johnson. And now I think uh, it happens more naturally than anything else. I don't think they, they do it intentionally. They do it because they've been doing it since they were kids. It's yeah, natural it now. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think it was designed. I mean, all right. So what a lot of those guys that have the boat at the top, and I'm not speaking for them, but, but by watching them, it looks like they're creating impact at the top of the swing. And that's a taut behavior. That's not a natural move. You naturally want to have a flat wrist or a cupped wrist. Like that would be the natural feeling of a backswing. I'm not just saying that for me. I mean, like to me, like when I watch people learning how to play golf, most people do not have a cut. Like they they have, they're more tendency to have a cup than they do to have a bow at the top. Yeah. I had had a bowed naturally. I had, I've gotten rid of it, but it did that naturally. It didn't look good on IG. Right. Well, it didn't. <laughs> I didn't have kidding. the the. Uh, I didn't have the lower body work to use it. If you want to bow your wrists like Dustin Johnson, you got to like separate and get wide open hips at impact. Yeah. And hold it. And I flip it, and it was inconsistent. So I got rid of it. That's it. It's you're holding the same position. That's what I mean by they're they're simulating impact at the top of their swing with the boat wrist. Right. They're not changing anything. Like nothing, like there's no 
there's no movement in the arms. Like I don't even see much movement in the, like it's all lower body at that point. So right. they get it into Dustin, position. Dustin almost facing the target at, at impact. Yeah. It's definitely something different for sure. And I couldn't repeat it, so I got rid of it. Well, it gives you really – you'll become you'll become probably a consistent ball striker. Um, you're going to be able to probably hit the ball a little further. You're going to be trapping the ball more than you're not, right? But, I mean, your short game isn't going to be great because your hands – I mean, if you're not a handsy player, you probably don't have a good short game. And I don't right. mean like Bubba Watson handsy, but you have to learn – how to use your hands for your short game. You, I mean, there's no way around it. So, and that's why there's always going to be some players that are better at short game. Well, than, but, uh, Victor Hovland's super bowed and he's just, he can't chip. So he has no, he probably it. has no feeling when he's chipping. Like, cause it's, yeah, he can't play high shots. Right. He's a hell of a ball striker. Yeah. He, yeah. So he it's is. more power. Yeah, but I don't know how yeah. well these guys are around the greens, you know. And to be on right. fair, I don't have their stats in front of me, so I can't it's really not, like. I wouldn't. I mean, Morikawa is not the greatest putter per se, right? Like, I don't know how his chipping is. But well, you, yeah. usually, this it kind of is like peanut butter and jelly when it went once you get it under fifty yards. Like everything, kind of all like you're good at everything. You're not good at any of it. I did get like. Um, for like practicing putting, I got like they're just like cutouts that are as big around as the hole, but they sit flat, so you can kind of work on your speed work or putting to like a target, like on like breaking putts. Does that make any sense? Just like a laminated on a green, thing. not in your house, yeah, like on a green, yeah, 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 like on a green, like especially if you're gonna go play like a practice round somewhere the for a tournament, holes. yeah, ghost holes. Thank you. Is that the name so of the product, Ghost Holes? No, uh, I've got some from Callaway that I like. If I'm just practicing uh, around the green, I'll throw down for some extra holes to hit at. Yeah. So, and and Tim, I don't know if I confirmed it or not. Are you are you saying that the the stack system, which is speed golf, I guess they're cousins to each other, is that good? Like, did you get something out of that, or would you tell someone to save their money and spend it on something else? Um, I don't, I, I would say <laughs> I, I'm kind of on the fence. I'm going to tear you apart. You have to be careful here. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I think, I think that it does have value. I will say I haven't done it as much cause I was, it was like starting to my wrists and stuff were getting pretty sore from it. I think that if you, I, I definitely think there's some value in trying to gain speed it doesn't necessarily have to be super speed or the stack or whatever. But I mean, like I started doing it in January of last year and I, I'm playing the best I've ever played right now. For, and I'm probably 15, 20 yards longer off the tee. Now is, um, so, so, all right, let me, let me ask you this real quick. Cause I know, I know that you, you monitor your, your data guy. So you monitor yeah. your stats and your numbers and stuff. Do you think you would have been game? So I guess my question is, because I'm a, I'm a guy that I have a flight scope. I have the Mimo Plus, which by the way, if you can afford it, you should get a real radar or launch monitor or whatever you want to call it. Like get a really nice one that actually gives you good data. 
Um, because that that's and it's not going to necessarily help you other than so you understand what your real numbers are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a lot of people that think they hit a seven iron a certain distance and they don't. And it's not right. about hitting it there one time. It's like how many times out of what's your average out of a hundred? Right. Irons? If you have database, you you can you can have a you know your range. And where it's you, yeah. Where it, 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 it just. It checks your ego and it really just puts shit in perspective. And if you can afford that, if that's in your price range, even even a guy who maybe if you play three times a year, it doesn't fucking matter. But if you're trying to get to a competitive level, if you're trying to break 85, trying to get in the low 80s, high 70s, like there's a half a dozen shots in every round to where you're just your ego is costing you half a dozen shots because you're not mm-hmm. you're not being honest with yourself about how far this ball is actually going to go. Yeah. And it's going to put you in the water. It's going to put you in a bunker. You're going to be buried in the lip and you're going to bogey that hole now at best. So that, that's where it comes in. Um, but with that being said, though, do you feel like having something that, that registers your, your club head speed kind of like a I would I would if I had an analogy to be like, is it easier to lose weight when you're working out when you have a scale in your house? to keep yourself honest, to let you really know if it's working or not, whatever you're doing is working versus not having a scale in your house. Like, is it, so is it easier to gain club head speed if you have something to measure your club head speed? I think, I think so. Yes. Cause you have something, let's say that even if your radar is wrong, right. But it always reads it wrong. You're still going to like, it's like if your scale is, if your scale is five pounds off, Every time you step on it, it's five pounds off. Does that make sense? Like you're getting the right. Same- it doesn't matter because it's it's consistent to what you're doing. Like it, it's it's in a controlled environment. Like it might right. it might not it might be off compared to someone else's scale. Right, and that's what I was trying to say. Is like at yeah. least I have I have some comparative data to back up what I'm doing with. While so in- maybe that's important to say too. Like if you, if you're on a mission to get faster, if your proke would call you a poofer. You know, if you're a and poofer, I probably am, he probably would still call me one, but I, um, I realized like I played in a four ball mid amp and it's like, I was hitting, I was having two ten into par fours and I'm like, I can't be competitive hitting it this far. I got to get a little bit more. Right. Um, and I'm not, well, I'm I, not like a long ball hitter, but I can at least compete at 6,800 yards now and not kill myself on par fours. Right. And I mean, obviously your short game is going to have to be super tight too. If you're not a super long guy. Um, uh, I mean, it's all about averages. The average score just has to beat this guy's average score, even just by one shot. That's all it is. Just, you're looking Mm -hmm. to be one shot better than the guy you're competing against. Um, And there's a bunch of ways to find that one shot, but uh, yeah. So I I would say that there's probably a lot of ways to gain yards, to gain speed. Um, But to me, it's like, maybe one of the better ways to, to one of the first steps you need to take is like, how are we measuring this? Like if you're just going to top golf and you're like, Oh, look at this, you know, that's not real. Right. You, know, you have to invest in something um, uh, that's, that's going to give you a consistent reading as long as right. it, it doesn't have to be perfect, but as long as it's consistent for you, every time you use it, that's good enough. Uh, yeah. Proke, before we get out of here, What's give me a couple of training aids that or give me at least one that you like and one that you dislike. I don't use a lot of training. I I do like the like super speed golf stack stuff. Don't necessarily follow their uh protocols, but we at we've created our own 
using them and you just measure with the same thing. Like I don't swing into those $140 radars thinking that that's what I swing, but it's, uh, those are good. Who does that? Me. I don't know. Uh, certain, (laughs) some people. But if you can, if you use it to, uh, are they one hundred forty dollars? I thought they were like twenty five bucks. Like, are we talking no, about Birdman's? No, they're no. Oh, okay. The one that uh, Tim had, Tim. So you're talking about Tim. See, that's a, I mean, the, yeah. The one Tim has is what two hundred. Uh, I have the PRGR one now, and it's there. I don't um, know what that is. Costs. It was. They're like. Uh, I think they're like two fifty. I got it on, for a deal. Somebody. Something that's around. Like, if you're spending a couple hundred bucks, it's it's going to give you consistent readings. If you're spending twenty five bucks, it's not. They're still good as a reference to yourself, right? It, that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, it's yes. That's I agree with that. I don't. I don't go. They're not necessarily accurate, with, but right. But if it's within, you know, because like the size the of the how it's reading, the size of the head that swung is going to matter. The how it's uh. Like the angles it's coming in at, it's going to matter. Right. Pro, what about, those are, I, I think I've seen you swing in with something like some sort of like wrist angle thing. When I, I've seen some videos of yeah, you swinging. Yeah, it attached to your club. It, What's going on with that thing? I have, a, I have a tendency to uh, over break the wrist that I'd get. Uh, it's harder to hold the angle when they're, there's that much bow in them. Aren't you just supposed to put like a them. credit card in your glove? Didn't I see somebody do that? <laughs> I don't know. I just used it. Yeah, there's cheap ways to imitate it, I'm sure, but that was like forty dollars, and I don't mind that. Is it good? Is it decent? Like, is it something you would it, recommend it somebody you, else? If that's a problem you're having, it lets you know. It's just a mental cue. To like, oh, I got here. That's too far. Right. It's not like a crutch. Well, like when you don't use it, though, do you feel like, oh, fuck, I'm lost again? No. You just have to do it enough reps in just practicing hitting balls that it just becomes second nature that you stop there. You hit some with it, you hit some without it, and you hit some with it. So what I've heard is like the speed stick stack system, both of you guys, it sounds like you both kind of give it a, a approval check mark on those. Um, uh, the Medicus is trash. I don't think they're selling that anymore. Thank God. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, to, for So while, what I was going to say is like, uh, I, I, I've never used them, so I can't speak on them. Um, but and they let's just assume they do work because I mean two to one here and both of you guys are saying they work. I'm willing to give them my approval of two. But I would say on top of that, like you need to have something to measure it. Like you need to understand like how much weight you're that, losing or how much speed you're gaining. You, I don't think that it's good for anybody to just go randomly buy training aids to use. Well, well people know get, if they if they're a poofer or not. Like you know if you're a poofer. Well, that I that I understand, but <laughs> If you have horrible mechanics and are delivering the club awful, put adding speed to that is just going to make the problem worse. Right. Yeah. You need to get your fundamentals need, done. Instead so of I, buying new clubs every year or any of that nonsense, go get get lessons. Well, you don't have to get lessons to start from scratch, but 
a lesson, something small could help a lot more I, than it, it, buying a new driver. And every, I'm a, I, and I'm a basic guy too. And I, I, I do agree that the lessons is probably going to be better than buying that new driver every year. because it was like 500 bucks now, but um, like alignment sticks, the, the bears, simple stuff, alignment sticks. Um, uh, if, if you're working on speed, like everybody should have alignment sticks. Like if you don't have $20 to invest in alignment sticks, like don't play golf, dude. Like, I mean, hell a dozen balls is 50 fucking dollars. If you're playing premium golf balls, alignment sticks are like 20. You could probably get right. them for cheaper than that. Like it's every single the, bag uh, should have them. Just, just go to the uh, Home Depot and buy some uh, markers for the end of the driveway. Well, they don't have that down in Florida, bro. That's for people that have snow on the ground. <laughs> but yeah, no, up north they have those in your hardware. I'm stores. sure they have those. Um, yeah, well, I mean, Home Depot is going to have stuff like that. Yeah, you, I mean, you can buy it online. I mean, you don't have to go far. It's fucking Amazon. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like probably really cheap on Amazon. Um, like with two dollars. With that been said. Um, I think that's super important. If you're working on speed, maybe look at the speed stick stack system. You know, maybe that's something that'd be good for you. Um, but on top of that, I would say if you're gonna if you're gonna start exploring how to get faster, you need to be able to measure that. Like it's gonna be useless unless you can, unless you can measure. Like you don't know how much weight you're losing unless you can measure it on a scale. You don't know how fast you're. You, you might be like, hey, dude, I'm gaining like a bunch of speed, but how do you know? You know, like you really right. need to be able to me- like I'm a data guy, too, to where you really need like the, the truth is, is is in the data and you need to be able to track that data. Um, one other thing I'll say that I haven't heard anybody talk about is uh, a putting mirror. Um, I think yeah, there's, I have a a bunch of, there's a bunch gate. of good putting mirrors out there. Once I have a gate preferably right uh putty mirrors are huge it's something that you can use in your office in your house um in your hotel room uh they they travel with you there's they slide in your bag super easy um put out out has a putting mirror that has magnetic gates that come with it right they can adjust for putter size and there's a bunch of different ones there's not i don't know if there's one that's better than the other but if you look at like i mean ricky fowler has always been like a historical awesome putter um i mean he doesn't i mean he has one at every single event he plays in um he hasn't been playing real well lately but i mean he's always <laughs> had i don't I, I don't think he uh is endorsed by any of them he just had he's always had one he's always used one since he was a kid you know yeah. right and it's more a, yeah it's more of a check and balance system to make sure your eyes are in the right spot your shoulders are not tilted you know to keep things aligned and stuff um and it does really help with your stroke if you work on it every day for like 10 or 15 minutes in like two or three weeks, you're going to be like, holy shit, all of a sudden I'm making a lot more yeah. putts. Um, because Tiger your strokes does a lot it with tees, but you can't do that in your it's, house. It's the same. Typically. Yeah, it's the same idea. Um, and uh, yeah, I've those been doing the- that a lot with the tees, just like before the round, like for a competitive round, I just put a couple in the ground just to hit the ball solid with the putter because I'm a terrible putter. Getting better. Also, if I'm you're, you're going to what I said about lessons, if you're going to go get a lesson, look into who you're going to get a lesson from. There are a lot of people, some may be on Instagram, that are giving lessons that should not be giving lessons. Work on a referral system. Find somebody that's you, somebody that's good, and someone that's I paid them say, money, someone that you trust, and that go from there. I've gotten a lesson on the Skillist app. Have you oh guys boy. ever used that? No, No, I've never heard of that. So they have like, there's like a lot of good teachers on there, actually, like well-known teachers. Um, Have you ever heard of Potter's Putting? He's like a putting um, teacher. He's on there. He he travels travels around with the tour guys. 
is this kind of like a masterclass type thing? Is it like a similar type thing? No, to that? So you, so you, you submit a video of your swing and then they look at it and then they send you a video back saying, here's what you need to work on. Um, I actually have had I've, the guy I found was really good. Um, it's called Skillist and it's not, it's not like just any random Joe and there's like referrals. It'll say like this person's done a thousand lessons and you can look at a, a preview lesson. It's like actual, like oh, right. well-known yeah. teachers, not just randoms. Right. Sometimes it'll take more than uh going to one guy too. Cause I've tried to, especially as a 37 year old scratch golfer, they're, a lot of teachers are like super hesitant to change anything. They're like, well, you're got a job and you're playing near scratch. So I don't want to <laughs> mess that up. It's because most right. people are not scratch golfers themselves. And I guarantee you, there's a lot of people that just don't have the balls to talk to. Like I, because I went it, to it's two guys. I imagine it's intimidating. It. If you're taking, if you're if you're charging over a hundred dollars an hour, um, right. to do a lesson, and someone's like a plus three handicap, like I mean, he's like, it's a lot easier to get someone else in that. ninety because you're like, oh yeah, you know, I could tell this guy to do a million different things, but like once you're like, it's gonna be hard for them to like, you know, yeah, dude, I'm. I'm there's times where I just have this weird like overcut. Like I cut the ball fifteen yards, and I'm trying to you know hit it like five yards. Like what can you help me with? Ugh, that guy's might be intimidated in that situation. Yeah, he so might like, be like, "Fuck, the- I'm about to get exposed here. Um, I can't break 80 my damn self." Um, and I'm about to tell you how to, how to eliminate a 15 yard yeah. cut. Um, well, I found a guy that would do it this year, and it was a lot of work, but and it was a lot of drills that I typically not I would like scoff at, but I just went into it and. It worked really well. When it comes to training aids, there needs to be, you need to have aids that, that to me can have multiple purposes and that you can use in drills. I think that's really important. I know Tim, you, you, you got to get out of here, but you got, you're like way past your bedtime. Um, but uh, before, before we go, if, if everybody can throw out like one drill that they do all the time, that's always worked for them. Tim, what's a good drill that you uh, would pass on to somebody? For me, lately, my, I've been working really hard on my putting, so it's it's the gate drill because I what I've noticed on like my long putts is their speed's awful because I don't hit the ball solid. So is the gate using, at impact or is it like further down the down the at impact? So like you, know, you set it up so you don't hit it when you stroke through. You're hitting the ball right in the center. It's a tiger drill. You you can go on yeah. YouTube and, and search for putting gate drills. Um, you'll see a bunch of different ones, but it's all basically a tiger putting drill. Yep. Very simply something tiger does. I know that's a really good one. And it's something that's really cheap. You just needs what like two T's. That's it. Yep. Um, and you, and you, once you, once you start getting that figured out, you can kind of make a little gate like at the top of the break. If it's like a, a foot break, put it breaking right to left by a foot, you could put two T's at the top of that break. And you're trying to get the ball to go through that gate so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, an advanced version of the same drill, but um, pro what's a good drill that you would pass on to somebody. I was going to use that as well, but well, you can't use that it, one now. I cannot. <laughs> Tim stole it. I would say right. if you're at the range or 
just somewhere where you're chipping or hitting balls, stick a sticky towel down right behind the ball and work on hitting the ball without hitting the towel. These are chipping hitting runs. Down, yeah, just hitting down on the ball, making contact with the ball, missing the towel. These are not like elevated pitch shots, like, but you're talking about like little chip and runs, like little small little chips. Yeah, you got to cover it. Yeah. Got to keep hit, your hands in front hit down and hit down it. on it. Wait yep. forward, down through it. Gotcha. And the one I would, I would, I would pass on, I can't even tell you where I heard this from. It was, it was a random uh, YouTube video a long, long time ago, probably. I wish I could give someone credit for it, but it is the most legit drill. A lot of people have trouble out of bunkers. And if you have trouble out of bunkers, the easiest way to, and it's not, th- this is something that'll just train your body to naturally do something. And I can't even tell you like, oh, wait for it, open your, you know, all that shit, whatever. A lot, it's a lot of stuff to think about. But if you go into a bunker and you get yourself a tee and you put a ball on the tee and you put the tee all the way down to where you can't see any of the tee, the ball is just sitting up on the tee like, like it's just sitting on the sand. The only goal, forget where the ball goes. All you're trying to do is break the tee in half. That's it. Um, you might not succeed because it just might not be enough force to actually break the tee in half. But if your goal is to hit the middle, if you can imagine the club going through the sand and, and hitting the middle of that tee, you're going to hit a good bunker shot every single time. That's the drill I would pass it on to someone. So next time you're in a bunker, physically put the ball on a tee. I, I think about that every single time I'm in a bunker. I don't put the ball on the tee anymore when I'm practicing. I just, it's a visual thing. But when you first start doing it, physically put the ball on the tee, push it down in, and try to hit the, uh, try to break the tee in half. You'll be surprised at how natural the outcome is. And then you'll develop these feelings. And, uh, and you, you know, you you do need to have your weight for it and all that other stuff. But um, it's something that will help you tomorrow. Like if you have, problems in the sand you can't get out of the sand you're scared of the sand practices tomorrow it'll work in five minutes that's what i would pass along um we'll wrap it up there guys uh do you guys have anything else you want to add take the bet broke yeah i was gonna say that too all right broke you had time to kind of think about it this this evening are we taking the bet or are we still waiting oh we're gonna hold out here (laughs) are you willing to say what it is that you're holding out for like why you won't take the, is it the face paint? Is that what it is? No, nothing in particular. If you took the face paint out, would you take it? What? If the face paint got taken out, would you take it? Not sure. See, dude, I think he's just kind of being a, he's being a simp. (laughs) He's just being simpy. This is just a simpy thing to do, bro. Anyway, Tim, thank you for being on, dude. I know, I know, we kept yeah, you a little bit longer. Um, if you're on, if you're on uh, on Instagram, if you're on uh, Twitter, you can reach us at uh, Clubhouse VIP Pod Clubhouse VIP Pod. Um, if you're on, uh, listen on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, whatever you're listening on, please give us a follow, give us a uh, a solid rating, and if you're on Apple, give us a give us a comment and. Tell Proke he's a simp. And if you're in Clubhouse, we've got to keep the pressure up, guys. We have to. Fuck Gesner. Fuck him. Everybody just mute him. <laughs> and uh, let's get let's get the pressure on Proke. He's just being a simp. So anyway, all right, guys. We'll, we'll catch you later. All right. See you. Yeah. You don't have to be a good golfer 
to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more. Thank you.